0: So, hello. Welcome to our new podcast. My name is Lee.
1: My name is Ryan.
0: This podcast is going to be mostly about games and RPGs cuz we love RPGs and whatever else.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's there's a couple other games that aren't RPGs that we play too.
0: From shooters to uh adventure games. This it's really not really categorized for us, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's all over the place. We have similar interests though.
0: Let's start with games that we've been playing lately. I told you that I've been playing Monster Hunter a lot, lately.
1: Yeah, I played with you guys yesterday. Um, I recently, well, I beat Dragon Quest XI for the second time. So I've been second? in. I just been in the post game, but you know, um, you know when you're in the post game, and then like all the all the, like the challenges you have, they just like take this huge like. Like difficulty spike, and you just have to start grinding. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Oh
0: my God. I'm guessing from your first playthrough, you probably stopped at like what maybe level 50, level 60. They just went back in. Yeah, I
1: think I hit. Yeah, I think I hit 50. Like, I think I hit 50 or something like that. Like, basically, I was just like, once I beat on PS4, I found out about the Switch version. Then I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna save the post game for when I do the Switch version.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, RPGs anyway. are cool like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, starting and then like if even being in the game at halfway level, there's still so much to do after that. Especially for Dragon Quest games like Dragon Quest. Uh,
1: yeah, it's it's got a lot actually. It's got quite a bit of stuff.
0: And I already told you that I haven't even beaten it yet, right? But I've seen it. Like I've seen the playthrough because yeah, yeah, so yeah. long.
1: Watched the playthrough, right?
0: Yeah because it's
1: it's not quite a it's not quite a lot of stuff in it
0: i feel like dragon quest is a really big game (laughs) or at least the way it's set up because it's it's also turn-based too
1: yeah usually everyone who uh plays dragon quest 11 they they try to classify it in like three acts so like the first act then the second, I don't know if you know whoever listens is probably gonna you play it or not. So I won't get into any spoilers. So, but yeah, there's like three acts.
0: Oh, like oh, I see what you mean from like from like an intro phase to like the getting into the further in phase, and then like mm-hmm. the end phase. Is that what you mean for acts?
1: Um, yeah, something like this. Like uh, there's like Act One, which is like like finding all your party members and stuff and then like then the first major event happens and then that's when act two starts
0: okay okay
1: i think you you've seen it so you'll know what i'm talking about
0: yeah oh man it's a good story <laughs> have you seen yeah, it yeah uh
1: yeah yeah i actually did watch it i made my girlfriend
0: watch it too what did you think about it
1: <laughs> i i actually thought it was pretty good um I think I think my girlfriend also like had a a good time watching. She was enjoying herself. Did you like it?
0: Yeah, it was totally unexpected. And again, no spoilers, right? But yeah, yeah, I actually want to talk about spoilers. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it mean, was really yeah. unexpected for me. And uh, uh, Lauren, my girlfriend, she's one who actually saw it first before me. Oh yeah. So it was really surprising. She's so good. She knows what I like. a little scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Um. If you like the Dragon Quest series, though, I, I recommend you try Yakuza 7 when it comes out for us.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, I've been meaning to get into the Yakuza series.
0: See, because, like, I feel like... Okay, personally, I feel like that's one of the games that you can get into without really knowing what happened in the other games. But the other games are related to this one.
1: Yeah, But yeah, the it's, reason it's why, a lot.
0: Yeah, but the reason why I say that is because this Yakuza... The uh, game has dragon quest mechanics like it's all turn based and it's really like it's really cool man i don't know if mm. you remember the trailer i showed you but it looks so cool
1: yeah yeah i remember you showed it to me yeah it did look pretty cool actually
0: but it's so hilarious like i love the parody aspect of it too it's a lot like uh the tower uh i mean the hero yoshihiko
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> dragon quest parody oh
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's yeah so that, good, man. That- if you haven't seen it you have to watch it yeah I've
1: been meaning to
0: especially like since you're familiar with dragon quest I think you're more familiar than I am it's really funny.
1: yeah I mean I I only played well I recently got I got into I got into a I started it when I got into 11 and then that's when I discovered it Hmm. yeah so far I've just played 11 and then I've been working my way through 8 on my phone
0: oh really okay
1: yeah, so I downloaded 8 on my phone, and I just played that whenever I had time, but I haven't touched it in a little while.
0: Okay. Uh, how would you say, how would you compare 8 to, let's say, 11? Because I haven't really played any other Dragon Quest, like, fully. hmm So um, what would you say is different or good about it, or bad? Um.
1: Well, it's funny you say that, because they actually have a lot of similarities. Like eight and 11, they have, they actually share a lot of like things in common. Like eight, eight and 11, they both have this, they both have like this, this feature called like party talk where like you talk, you can talk to the members of your party and basically it's like, it's like kind of like if you don't know what to do next, it kind of like nudge you in the right direction.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And I think that's not the only Dragon Quest to incorporate that, but it's just like there's other, what else they have? They have like, it's like a full like,
0: is that like a hint um, system? Or it it's like... Like,
1: well, like A lot of the older Dragon Quests are like 2D. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then that, I think that's like one, I think, se- I think there was another, I think seven was one that was 3D, but like eight was also like, I think eight is more well known because it was like in the West. It tried to make a break in the West. I just mm. don't know if it worked out. I don't think it worked out in its favor.
0: I see. Oh, that's uh, that's one of the games I should try.
1: Yeah, it's nice. It's like uh, it's, it's like it's pretty similar to Eleven. So it was like easy for me to pick up when I was like trying it out.
0: There was this Dragon Quest game that I saw on someone's DS. Um, I didn't like see them play the whole thing, but they just showed me like. <laughs> showed me one of the most ridiculous moves where like i guess by now understanding dragon quest you can have different jobs right but there's this job that he showed me where like you're all dancers and one of the super moves is like all of them just choreographed dancing oh (laughs) i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but it's Uh, oh
1: dang um,
0: um yeah i'm not sure i don't think uh dragon quest 11 has that kind of feature but it does no have they don't have a job moment. they
1: don't have a job system in 11 or 8 mm. i don't think so everyone has like a set thing they do already
0: I, I love that dragon quest does that i guess that's like the flagship of those kind of funny rpgs uh
1: yeah i, I like that too uh, that kind of reminds me of um uh final fantasy 10 mm. i mean eventually in final fantasy 10 you can get everyone to do anything but like <laughs> at the beginning it's like everyone has like something that they're good at
0: yeah if anything, if I had to compare Final Fantasy as an RPG to Dragon Quest, I feel like Final Fantasy is probably on the more serious side. I guess that's kind of obvious, but it's cool yeah. like they implement the kind of class system mechanics where you can like change into it if you want to, but mm-hmm. like in ten, it's more it's i guess it's like more defined that they are what they are, like Titus yeah. is what like a warrior class. And he kind of stays that role, but you have the option to give him like, different stuff on the sphere grid, which is cool. Uh,
1: Yeah.
0: I I like how they share... I like how Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest shares the relation for, like, similar themed monsters for everyone in their own genre. Like, Behemoth is in every Final Fantasy. Cactar is in every Final Fantasy. I've always liked those aspects. Yeah. Dragon Quest, though... Hmm. i i think that came out before did it come out before final fantasy yeah it
1: did it did come out
0: and i don't both... know the exact
1: date but i know it did come out because oh. i know that a lot of rpgs um were inspired by dragon quest
0: makes sense i think even uh what is it um what's what's that uh dungeons dungeons and dragons i think was also inspired is that right oh yeah i have no idea or or dungeons and dragons inspired something damn i need to look that up real quick
1: oh yeah i was gonna say speaking of rpgs that i've been playing i just recently picked up uh i recently like i picked back up octopath traveler it's oh yeah nice yeah that one's that one's a lot of fun actually that one's a nice like 2d game it's like it's like like, real fun for, like, people who like, like, those old school RPGs. I mean, like, it's been a little while since it's been released, so I'm, I figure who want, whoever wanted to play it probably has already played it, but that one's, like, real cool, too.
0: Hmm. That's something that I definitely wanted to get back into. Or at least mm-hmm. not Octopath. What was the one that came before Octopath? With, what do you uh, mean? Or is it not related? It's, um... Because Octopath Default. is, like, this... Yeah, there you go. Isn't it the sequel to Bravely Default? um
1: i don't think they're related not related. but, but um okay. in either case uh bravely default 2 and um octopath they both have demos on the nintendo switch store so mm. you you can always dip your feet in there just to give it a shot
0: okay okay uh i i think i looked at a little bit uh it seems pretty nice so octopath traveler you can you know, what's different uh compared to like let's say bravely default
1: um i have not played the bravely default like the the ones on the ds i actually didn't get around to playing them um but i do know in in octopath uh, well basically there's like eight characters and you pick one and then you can basically recruit everybody like but you can pick who your main, who like your main character is
0: Mm. yeah okay so like they each have their own story yeah, and I think uh,
1: I think how they, I think how they're similar is that Bravely Default and Octopath have like, they have like this a similar like battle system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like from the little time that I had with Bravely Default on the Switch, um, it seemed kind of similar because I think you can like I forgot what it's it's like default or something like that. It's like you can stack up your your points to make them like do more damage. Something like I don't really know, but.
0: Like a stat skill system?
1: I, I'm not sure. I think it's just like, I think you can, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, we're kind of going all over the place, but it's kind of <laughs> like, fuck, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's a unique system, but it's like, octop- people who played both will know what I'm talking about. Like you, you've seen, I feel like you just have to play it
0: yeah i'll definitely try that it's it's been on my list especially now that there's so much time to do stuff
1: yeah i think i think octopath is a good one because they give you the first um three hours of the game for free
0: the demo you mean
1: yeah the demo
0: Mm, that's nice and the
1: the fun the fun thing about that is what you can do is um you could like start off with one person like recruit whoever and Mm -hmm. then just like just like start over and just do another person. If you really want to get the full scope of everybody. I see. Yeah. That's what I did for, um, trials of mana. There's like a, a demo out for that too.
0: Ooh. Trials of mana. Why does that sound so familiar?
1: Um, I think you, I think it's like, I don't know if they're related, but um, they're of mana, which I don't know if that's like the same thing.
0: I guess it sounds like they're related. Yeah, I mean they have
1: both <laughs> have mana, but I don't know if they're related. I'm sure they are. Or actually, I don't really know, but uh, yeah, Trials of Mana is similar. You pick like a character you start off with, and you recruit others. But yeah, I basically went through that with like everybody just to give it a shot
0: if it's if it's got the fighting mechanic where you can like run around and hack and slash I mean yeah
1: yeah it's in it's more of an action RPG than um than like a turn-based one
0: I love action RPGs I know I started yeah. from turn based but I have a different love for action RPGs there's so much I can get away with <laughs> to be honest
1: yeah I know what you mean in um uh, in uh, trials of man I think you might you might actually like that because there's actually... Like there's, there's like, there's like a lot of freedoms you have
0: on that note. Do you have a preference towards like fighting game mechanics or yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Do you have a preference? Like, do you prefer turn-based kind of games or, or does that depend?
1: Um, I think it depends because I, I do like my action RPGs but like I also like have a love for turn-based like the obviously the only turn-based game that's like difficult to do for me is like final fantasy tactics like Mm -hmm. that game is tough like like I will play that game it'll be so fun and then I'll fucking lose and then (laughs) then I've lost like an hour of this like I have to do the whole fucking thing over again
0: tactics is like one of those games for me like I have to do a lot of thinking uh yeah. I mean, because it's not just like put your character here and then do some damage here. It's like there's terrain involved. I think sometimes there's even timing involved. Um, and then there's like uh, classes, specialty, and stuff. It's yeah, all a cool I was going to say.
1: Yeah, I was going to say there's a special class in tactics um, called the uh, mathematician or something like that. and yeah. <laughs> They basically do damage in terms of like how like math equations or so it's pretty crazy. Oh,
0: what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I forget what it is. But yeah, I, I haven't delved that deep into tactics.
0: Uh, I need to look that up.
1: Yeah. That's like... Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, Final Fantasy, that's probably the the series that we bonded over
0: oh yeah oh final fantasy opened doors for me um i mean not just as a game but like in my social life as well i Mm -hmm. mean it was kind of weird for me at first because i started with eight and did you start with eight too
1: yes yeah eight was my first one too i think that's how we you know we uh, uh bonded with each other how we connected
0: yeah like for me long story short i just related with the main character so much uh maybe not like exactly but um it just made me not feel so alone kind of growing up with that game and then finding similar-minded people like ryan uh unexpectedly and bonding through this game like it was a real (laughs) i mean almost literally a game changer for me because like to find someone else that has those kind of likes with you yeah right it's like it's really rare I think yeah, that's, that game's that game's a classic. I I yeah. love that
1: game so much.
0: Yeah, like I think my love for uh, RPGs, turn-based RPGs, first came from Chrono Trigger, and that was like a pixel game first. It was a really old game. Uh, oh Super yeah, Nintendo. yeah, yeah,
1: I do remember Chrono Trigger.
0: Yeah, and that uh, that came from my uncle, and that kind of stemmed into more complicated, complex story games for me, which was great. And then one day I saw him playing Final Fantasy VIII, and then seeing all like seeing the modernization of final fantasy was intriguing and then seeing like the summoning and then garden i'm pretty sure we can spoil this because i'm if no one's played it then don't worry about it (laughs) but but like the whole junctioning system was interesting it wasn't too bad for me probably because it was my first final fantasy game playing um Mm -hmm. but i don't know the story about it too was uh very interesting to me
1: yeah i was gonna say i i I really there's a lot of like it's like a complex game like for like i think i was eight years old when i was playing that game yeah it, it was it was definitely like i to be honest when i was a kid i had no idea what i was doing i didn't know i didn't know like jack about like summoning yeah i just knew like summoning did like lots of damage and they'd like tank hits for me but like but in terms of like junctioning like magic to your stud, like that, it was that's crazy. I yeah. love that, though.
0: <laughs> I, didn't like, find I definitely
1: it. appreciated that a lot more when I was older.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't really find out. Um, until I just watched my uncle play, it, it what caught my eye the most when I was watching him play was just the flashiness of it. I love those kind of moments, like how flashy the summons are and the mm-hmm. magic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That- yeah. So I didn't really know too much about the weapons or anything, but the characters' individualities were, were very interesting to me. Like Squall yes. having being the gunblade specialist. Oh, uh, and the cinematics, of course. How? Like, oh
1: yeah, the cutscene, That, that opening cutscene was like that yeah. was like revolutionary for me.
0: It actually got yes. my blood pumping. Like in no other way I, I could have known before. Like it, it was really it gave me the chills, kind of deal, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a that is a great game. I I love the way that that whole game like progresses, and I'm glad they remastered it and uh, and they have it on the Switch now. I don't know if you've been playing through that version at all.
0: Um, I think Lauren has. I I don't think I have it on my Switch. I I got the PC version and the what is it the remaster? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been playing that for a while. Yeah. Probably mostly say, because I, I know I, it like the back of my hand. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, you know, uh speaking of which, um, do you have any like favorite like tips or tricks that you you like about Final Fantasy that you'd share with anybody who hasn't played or
0: if it's for Final Fantasy VIII um or Final Fantasy is it for Final Fantasy VIII or Final yeah, Fantasy yeah, in yeah, general? For eight, for eight. Well, if it's for eight, um a lot of people Complain about the junctioning system, but if you want to make it fun, just understand that it's really easy to break the game. Like, uh, there's a card system, right? You can turn monsters into cards or you can gain cards from monsters. There's an ability that turns those cards into magic for you, so you don't have to constantly draw magic for monsters because it can be like very time consuming like Mm -hmm. you can literally just sit there and hold the x button to like auto draw for you but it could take like 15 20 minutes and you don't want to do that i mean a good thing to know about eight is that monsters level up with you so you don't exactly have to like try to level up in this game you can just kind of progress and go at your own pace and i feel like a lot of people don't realize that or hate that idea Because there's a lot of people that like the idea of, you know, I got to be strong enough to take care of whatever's, you know, ahead of us. Uh, And and that's a normal mentality to have. Actually, I have that mentality, too. But what's good about Final Fantasy VIII that a lot of people don't realize is that it kind of scales with you. So it doesn't matter how strong you are, um, because the stronger you get, the stronger the monsters get, too.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Um, I, I have to admit, I like that about eight a lot, that you didn't have to, like, you weren't, like, stuck grinding.
0: yeah. And I mean, I play the game so much that I cheese it now, like I will kill everything with a limit break because it's so easy to bring it out. Um, but most people don't like to do that and they like using their summons and I think that's a good thing to do too.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I remember when we were playing I forgot which Final Fantasy you and I were playing at the time, but I remember like how how different our styles were. Yeah. I remember like when you were I think it I think it was a because I remember you'd like let the the characters intentionally like like go low just so they'll get their limit break. Yeah. But then like me, I'm more of like a defensive player, so I'm yeah. like I'm like, shit, dude, use a potion or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend would get worried too. She's like, oh, you're gonna die. I was like, don't do that. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, I'll be fine. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. it's like that's pretty interesting how we were like We still love the game and appreciate the
0: game, but our play styles are like completely different. Actually, now that you mentioned that, my play style has changed so much over the years, and not just in Final Fantasy, but like Uh my mindset of just even fighting. So, in the beginning, I did play more defensive and I didn't like summon my Guardian forces because when you do that in Final Fantasy VIII, you build a relationship or like a bond with them so that they can summon faster and their attacks get stronger. But for some reason, over time, I just found it more convenient to use limit breaks, and especially since it's so easy to draw out, you're you're able to take down the enemy so much faster if you can pull off those limit breaks without dying. <laughs> yeah, and, but okay, then they, yeah, I get that. Okay, and, and then my mindset for this as well for Final Fantasy Eight fighting is that since it's so easy to get items. Like You now have a purpose to use your Phoenix Downs and your potions, not just during the battle, because uh, you can use it after the battle, of course, but I feel like not many people use potions or Phoenix Downs during battle. Because in every Final Fantasy game or any other RPG, the problem I've always had was that I would always have a shit ton of items in my inventory that I would never use. Like, I would never use potions. I would never use <laughs> ethers. I would always, like, cure or go to a save point and use tent. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get I f- you.
0: I feel like that's what sucks about some RP or most older RPGs because you would have an abundance of these items and it's like, so where's the challenge when you're like when you're playing in this kind of way, you know? <clears throat> and I think that's where my mindset changed in like, okay, if I have an abundance of items then I should risk it more to make it even more fun for me. So I guess at some point, you know, just my playstyle just started changing. Because <laughs> mm. once you kind of figure out the battle mechanics of something, you just try doing different stuff. And yeah, I still appreciate. Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh no, I was gonna say I know what you mean because um I had the same issue in um in Final Fantasy X because you know every time you hit a save sphere in there it recovers your HP mm. and MP like automatically so like yeah. like you're not really inclined to you know oh I gotta use a potion like right now it's like yeah. you know what I'll just go hit I'll just. I'll just, like, if I need to grind, I'll grind around the save sphere.
0: Yeah, th- and that's always a nice thing to have. I appreciate things like that, like where there's a save that recovers you, and you can just grind there, you know? You grind there safely, not having to worry about using any items. That's a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I hoard items, like, a lot. I remember my, my recent Dragon Quest Eleven. same thing. I hoard so many items.
0: But I'm happy, though, that now in, uh, I can't, I can't really define which games recently, but I feel like there's a lot of games now that are making you use your items more. I'm trying to think of what game I have played recently that's, that's made me do that. Uh, um,
1: I know in Octopath you yeah, have to use your items, mm-hmm. like especially if you want to, especially if you want to do more like impactful attacks. Like you yeah. want to have, you want to
0: be prepared for it. It really makes you value items more, you know. To have to, like, if, if if that's the direction games are going now, I think that's good, because then it's making you use that item for its purpose, and uh, I think you just get a, a kick out of kind of suffering, <laughs> in a sense, because uh, I feel like a lot of gamers, a lot of RPG gamers are conditioned to feel so safe that they can do anything, like, to have the abundance of potions, or ethers, or, or revives, you know, Phoenix Downs, and... I mean, that's nothing wrong with that, but like, I feel like you kind of lose some of the fun too, but maybe that depends on how you like playing your games too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going
0: to say that depends. So yeah. Final Fantasy, VIII, uh, good times. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, no wrong way is. to play it. Uh, that's for sure. Oh yeah. I, well, heard, uh,
1: I was, uh yeah, I was
0: watching a YouTuber. He,
1: um, I think it was someone from PlayStation access. They were like. There, they there. Were, <laughs> he played Final Fantasy VIII all the way until the end, where he hit Ultimisha and like without knowing how to use the, uh without knowing how to use like properly, knowing how to use the junction system.
0: Oh, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But <laughs> it was just like it was just like great hearing like his struggles and like how he like finally came back from all that. It was it was pretty nice. <laughs> oh man, nice to hear people that like you know i grew up with final fantasy 8 like we did yeah and it's like weird because like we everyone else like it's like oh like everyone starts with seven everyone like remembers seven and like it's seven is great in it's in its own regard but i don't know nearly much about as like seven as i do about eight
0: <laughs> yeah and sometimes i wonder about that I hear a lot of people ask you know what's your favorite Final Fantasy and sometimes when I say eight <laughs> I get a really weird reaction and they're like what eight not seven so it it makes me wonder if if eight is more memorable to me because maybe I that was the first one that I started with or because I'm more interested in what happened in eight seven is a great game but like what do you think or do you think people are more interested in certain Final Fantasies because it was their first or because of what it is?
1: I feel like I don't know, it's hard to say because because like a lot of people like do like ju- judge like it off of being like their first like they have that nostalgic attachment to it and like I notice like that's like a recurring thing that people are like are drawn mm-hmm. to it and yeah. given I just want to put this out there that we me and Lee we're both excited for Final Fantasy VII remake don't mm-hmm. get us wrong just you know Just yeah, some people who have like grown up with the game and like, and like that—that's that's that's what they—that's what they're naturally drawn to. That's why like you see a lot of like, like resurgences in these games that are like have been around for a long time.
0: That's definitely a trend. I'm seeing a lot of games being remade now, like like actually remade. I think what Resident Evil two and three now, right? Yeah, and um. I mean it's it's a great thing and yeah, I think those gaming companies definitely capitalize off of nostalgia. Uh-huh. Um I think that's fine. <clears throat> yeah, as long as yeah. you know the players are still interested. And Final Fantasy Seven being remade is definitely a great step. I mean, I'm I'm glad they made it seven because seven, I guess, is what is probably the most popular Final Fantasy <clears throat> of the series. I love the story. And I love how original it is in terms of, like, I guess, the materia system and the story. The characters, too, uh, I feel like is definitely more lovable than, let's say, Squall. Because Squall is a very complicated character <laughs> to actually yes. be attached to now that yeah, I think about is. it. Because uh, a lot of people think... Because Squall is like a very quiet and loner type guy who pushes you away. Seems very selfish, but actually cares about you in like his own way. Mm -hmm. And that's why I relate to him so much, because back then I was strangely like that. But anyway, (laughs) I feel like that's also the reason why people like me are so attached with a different Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy VIII. And I think that's what's great about Final Fantasies, like all of them in general, because they all Mm -hmm. kind of reach out to a particular kind of crowd. Because you'll notice that not every Final Fantasy is the same. It's not for the same people. And I, I I really appreciate that actually. Like even yeah, ten, was, you know?
1: Yeah, ten definitely had its like like its like audience too.
0: Cause like Tetis like like, is like he's got this like father issue and he used to well he was like kind of a crybaby before, right? And a little bit as he grew up, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> like his development of just being his own man and then uh trying to discover who he really was i feel like is deep in its own way it's it's very i mean they all have their own things
1: yeah there's there's a lot of like in terms of like main characters of final fantasy at least the ones that we are familiar with yeah uh, there's a lot of character development involved like even with the like the happy-go-lucky like like main characters like Zidane from Final Fantasy IX, even he has like, he has got, he's got some like major character development like mm. later on down the line.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, I think it was the point where he discovers his origins and he yeah, kind of like much. rediscovers himself or he's just trying to figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's moments like that that's really deep. Um, and it's something that's very essential for, uh, I personally think it's essential for gamers because a lot of us, don't experience that kind of socialness like early on in life well i mean everyone in general even if you weren't a gamer you kind of grow and then you kind of learn things on your own but for gamers it's like you know we, we don't go out much so it's like we're viewing the world from a different lens especially from video games and i think that's what's great about rpgs you know yeah it gives us a completely new experience and it's like we're putting ourselves in their shoes and that's why it's so nice uh, it's, I mean, it's not for everybody, but we learn a lot. I've learned a lot about myself just by playing video games. I feel like that's something that definitely our parents would never understand, which is okay. And yeah, I'll like,
1: rem- oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say that reminds me of my, my parents, they like had the same, like, like they basically did not understand anything about video games or why I was attached to them.
0: Yeah. It's a big thing because I feel like uh, there's a lot of people, I guess I should say, if I had to define it, like older people that don't play video games at all, or people that don't play video games at all, regardless of age, they don't really understand um, that lens that RPGs give. Like, I mean, because you could ask someone who doesn't play video games and you ask them what they think is the most popular game and they'll probably say Mario. Mario. (laughs) which is <laughs> which is not, yeah. which is not RPG you know um, and it makes sense because they just don't know like they don't know about the world of games um, and this is kind of a different topic completely I don't want to go completely offhand but there are so many games today now that are just kind of it makes you wonder it's like you know well, what am I playing now is it does it matter <laughs> yeah. uh, does it does it is it meaningful kind of deal is it senseless
1: yeah, I think I think my I think like what I what I picked up from when I was playing Dragon Quest and Octopath is that is that my history with Final Fantasy is like what gave me like even greater like appreciation for like of how these games turn out to be and at mm. the same time like watching Final Fantasy go from like like its turn based system and then like I'm playing these games later on down and it's like was it 2020 now i'm like playing these games and their their turn-based systems are like pretty awesome actually
0: Mm. i think that's no matter what fighting system it has um it's not too bad for me i i actually appreciate all the different kind of styles i think later on i learned that what i really appreciate about these kind of games is their story and like the character development and i guess i just never really thought about that before like why i like squall so much and the characters uh but like in dragon quest like i since 11 was the first one that i played because you got me that game thank you again it's like uh, the character development and the story was just so unexpected uh oh it's like a movie right
1: yeah pretty much you can uh, honestly you could probably make it a freaking
0: movie <laughs> i think that's what i really appreciate about those kind of story games it's oh it's just a lot of unexpected stuff
1: <laughs> yeah there's like it, uh, i like that it did like it does like take a lot of like uh, unexpected twists and turns and like you know, if I'm going to talk about an unexpected twist, I think the one, the very one that got me as a kid when I was in the fifth grade, like I was 10 years old. And uh, I don't know why this is like a recurring thing. Like I played Final Fantasy 8 when I was 8. I played Final Fantasy 10 when I was 10. Mm. played Final Fantasy 9 when I was 9. I have no idea why it's like that. But um, yeah, the twist that got me in 10 was finding out that Yuna actually is going to fucking die. <laughs> Oh, yeah
0: like that, that is... was like
1: like you know when when Tidus realizes that like that's gonna happen he like
0: yeah that was a serious ass moment
1: <laughs> yeah that, yeah that was a serious moment
0: and then it's like Macalania Woods when they're having a moment there like damn I was crying like Final Fantasy is definitely one of the only games that I would actually cry about because yeah, it's always it's
1: hard it's hard not to
0: yeah That's all, I never thought about it before but there's always some kind of death involved
1: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah definitely I was gonna say um before I forget um the only part that like kind of made me laugh after like that whole serious scene and people playing Final Fantasy X will know what I'm talking about is when um all the out bed they start like singing like the hymn of the faith on the on the, on the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like what the hell
0: yeah <laughs> yeah
1: it's it's not the first time either, like all the ronzo do it also, yeah, it's like, yeah,
0: you put a laugh at that <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that yeah, that's like one of those things you just don't forget, it's like I'm trying to, <laughs> there's like there's a couple other ones, like like in uh in other Final Fantasies where like some some crap happens and you just like can't forget. I think like I don't know if you remember, but there's like this dude in 10, and like he'll just find you at random spots and then he'll just like take a picture of the entire party and then he'll run off.
0: Oh what? I that sounds familiar. I don't remember.
1: Um I think it happens once outside the Thunder Plains. Like once you're like once you exit the little inn. And then he finds you, and then he takes a picture, and then he runs off. The f-
0: I don't remember. Damn, it's been uh, so long. I definitely
1: gotta find it and link it to you. <laughs> uh,
0: is that like part of the story? That's not um, an optional thing.
1: Um, no, I don't. I I, don't, I mean, I mean honestly, I think that guy's like, I think that guy's like, I, and correct me if I'm wrong because I really don't know, but uh, I think that guy's Owaka's brother, but I'm not too sure.
0: Ah, it sounds so familiar, man. <clears throat> That's strange because yeah. I usually yeah.
1: Now I want to play Final Fantasy X again just to like find out like yeah. Just so I, just so I can like satisfy my curiosity and find out who that guy actually is. I think it is him, but I'm not too sure.
0: I need to get Lauren to finish it.
1: Oh, she she's still going through it.
0: I, I forgot where she left off, but yeah.
1: <laughs> that reminds me. I got, I made uh I made my girlfriend play it and she was like there's just so many like things that like like that were like funny to me because like she was like surprised like that Seymour was like he'd come back he came back like to fight you again <laughs> yeah and then like by the fourth time he came back she's like what why isn't this guy like dead <laughs> it's just, like, I mean yeah he is dead but
0: yeah seriously though this keeps coming back her favorite character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did joke about her that that's her favorite character.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's, that, that's hilarious. But yeah, he's actually... I mean, all jokes aside, Seymour's actually a pain in the ass to fight.
0: Uh, I don't remember which one was... I think it was the last fight with him that was hard or something.
1: It was. I think that's the one with the glyphs where you had to like... Mm. Yeah.
0: Damn it's really I think well. the third
1: one was like the hardest one for me. Though man, it's been a little while now, but yeah, the third one was the hardest one for me.
0: Ten oh ten was so good. I'd I be think, interested if they remade it. Huh.
1: Oh yeah, that would that would that would be interesting. I wanna I would like to see how that go. I heard um I keep hearing um <clears throat> that like they want to do they want to continue 10 story
0: like they want to do
1: do, like a 10-3 or something like that yeah
0: how do you feel about that
1: (laughs) um well i think just the i think everything that came after 10 is what makes a 10-3 so complicated
0: i mean i think 10-2 was complicated
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean 10-2 like honestly i flamed on it but like that was, it wasn't that bad, actually. I don't. I don't think it was like the worst game ever. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, okay, okay. I, I agree. Um, the whole alter, the other characters that resembled them. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like that story. I think I'm thinking about another one. It's like um, the Gullwings are going up this tower. It's like a different it's a different final fantasy game but it's it takes place a little bit after 102. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh doesn't it's, sound familiar.
0: I don't know if you played it. It's really weird. I I didn't like the fighting style at all. Oh, no. It's kind of like you ever play um it's one of the Digimon games where you're like you're in a tank and you got to like go tile to tile and when you move monsters move.
1: Um I don't I'm not familiar with that, but it sounds kind of like um I think Mega Man Battle Network is kind of like that. Uh, like you move around a little bit. Like you move around from like grid uh, on a grid.
0: Yeah, sort. Of, yeah, it's kind of like that. You know, I'm gonna look this. Oh, up. Okay. I'm gonna look this up real quick <clears throat> because it comes when you um, buy it on Steam. Like it comes for free.
1: Oh, okay. You, you know, know what? Like... Let me look that up right now. Actually, let me see. Oh, sorry. I say you're not entirely done with um, turn based RPGs are you because there's a few I have to recommend I mean like honestly if you do get a shot definitely try Octopath Traveler I think you would like it
0: oh yeah Octopath
1: yeah definitely try that one out
0: mm. let me
1: see mm, I don't see it well at least not on this thing I don't see it anywhere
0: I can't. See. I can't pronounce this. It's some kind of tower. Hmm. sir or something. Hmm. Here, I'll just I'll paste it to you.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's a uh, that's kind of a tough one to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like if you check uh, out the oh. gameplay, it's. I mean, I, yes. I like the fighting system in in Final Fantasy X2. <laughs> Speaking of Final Fantasy X2... Oh
1: my god, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of that um, in Final Fantasy VIII when Laguna is fighting that, that dragon, but like he only has his sword. So, <laughs> so you have to defend and you have to... Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: I know. But <laughs> honestly, that mechanic with Laguna... Is more enjoyable to me than this. But like, uh, yeah. Me. Okay,
1: okay. I get you now. Yeah, I would. I would have to agree with you there. That one was like, because if you don't defend at the right time, that dragon will like hack off Laguna's health.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I actually hated that fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> actually, yeah, that fight was pretty irritating. It's I, actually I was gonna say, if we're talking about that, look, we should talk about things that kind of like, like kind of like pet peeves. And even if it's, like, on our own, and, like, for example, like, in those fights, I would forget to switch my junction over, mm-hmm. so everyone would be fucking vanilla. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah no, yeah. I have, like, that's happened to me way too many times.
1: I'm like, shit, I'm like, that, I was like, every time that happens, I was like, okay, it's either, like, there's only one way to get myself out, Is I have like, to limit break my way out, that's the only way.
0: Yeah, 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 oh my god, dude
1: yeah but against that dragon i think it's like impossible like you need your fucking junction
0: because like i actually didn't find out until sometime last year that it's as it's um specific characters that go into the dream in final fantasy 8. yeah like Quissus was one of them and that's why i always messed up the junction so like mm-hmm. i think kiros or ward would always be vanilla and then, yeah. and then, out of another fight, for some reason, one of them would be misjunction, <laughs> or not having oh. at all. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so at some point, I was like, "All right, I'm just going to give all these characters magic, just in case something stupid <laughs> happens." <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that reminds me. Um, I didn't like really pay too much attention, and with the way how Final Fantasy VIII's graphics are. But remember when you told me that like whatever Kiros is out of his like Galbadian outfit, it's like, like look at what he's wearing. I'm like. Like, I didn't know he was like wearing like next to nothing,
0: dude. <laughs> I actually thought it was leather armor, like leather pants and stuff. That's what I thought too. <laughs> and then I read a comment and it was like, "No, he's actually naked. That's his ass." I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's this character in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, when you go into the Dream World, it's one of Laguna's allies. Um, it's uh, this is—is he black or is he like uh, Indian? I-
1: i i'm not sure i don't
0: i mean i can let me look it up he looks quick, like a black yeah, guy on, basically on, yeah he looks like a black guy um and his name is kiros but he uses weapons that are indian they're um, uh, what are they called K- yours
1: Kata- katars, katars? K- balls yeah. or something like that something like some kind of blade
0: yeah so okay i guess you could think he's more of like a darker indian kind of character um And his fight style is like an assassin. So it's like, okay, you know, maybe he's wearing like leather pants because assassins wear leather pants. But also, uh, you know, if you think about his origins, then it's not impossible to think that he's naked. Actually, it doesn't make any sense. No no matter (laughs) where they're from, you wouldn't think this character would be like naked, showing their butt and stuff. So it's really weird.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I actually don't know what he is, but his last name is Seagill.
0: That's like that doesn't help at all. It's so yeah.
1: Weird. It doesn't. It also doesn't help that on it says race. It says human.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I mean, like, it's obvious he's a human. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of like I didn't like think about it until like you said it, and I was like, oh shit! Like that's actually his ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no, no. Okay. Looking at like the remaster. Um, what is it? NPC character of his, uh, the version, yeah, uh, where his legs and arms are, it's a darker and more redder brown than his skin, so I think it's actual like leather. Ah, uh, thank
1: yeah. So it looks a lot more like leather in the remaster.
0: <laughs> so that doesn't that doesn't break my fantasy of him. I don't have a fantasy of him. I'm just saying the image in my head of him, you know. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, that that's uh, that's uh, that's definitely something to remember. That's you're if whoever like listening to this, they're gonna have their like eyes out for Kiros' outfit now.
0: There's actually a lot of I feel like there's a lot of misconception with eight, like especially with the plot, and I just think oh it's silly. Because yes. yeah. in general, I appreciate games for what they are. I mean, you uh-huh. know, if if I actually appreciate it, but some people go really crazy and really deep with, like, fan fiction or, like, possibilities that it gets ridiculous because...
1: I I think... I think... I think, um... You're talking about those conspiracy theorists for Final Fantasy VIII, and I I have to say the only ones I kind of have a problem with is, like... And I know this might not be an unpopular opinion, but whenever someone's like, oh, the main character's been dead this entire... Like, you expect me to, like be like surprised or something like that's that's not like a good like that's not a good like plot point it's like if they're dead then that kind of like you know that kind of defeats the whole purpose of anything that the creators have done like
0: yeah
1: like that's ridiculous dude and like, it's that, final that, fantasy yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah i don't think they would go that far to really mess with you you know
1: yeah like like honestly the the best thing that's close to a death that i've seen in final fantasy is like at the end of 10 when tita starts to like fade away like that's probably
0: like my you know i mean or eris getting stabbed (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah shit i was gonna say if lauren's gonna listen
1: to this you better like give her like a like a heads up that there's some like 10 spoilers
0: oh oh no well yeah well (laughs) yeah it's like you better give her a heads up she's still working through it right oh my god I didn't even think about this well I guess she's not listening <laughs> to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like just just don't listen at this part oh my god man. when
1: I mentioned death just like alright any any mention of death just don't listen well, but um I, I don't know a lot of these Final Fantasies are, are older so it's like
0: I don't know I mean, I mean, a good time to even consider playing it is just because there's a remaster of Seven coming out anyway. Like, I feel like a lot of new players are going to be familiar now with the Final Fantasy series just because of that remaster. I, I'm sorry, the remake. Remake of seven. Yeah. So for those of you who have a new interest in Final Fantasy and you're going through all of them and you're wondering what's going on, I mean, just know that they're not all... I actually, the, none of them are related. They're all their own series. Yeah, they have. But c- if they
1: are gonna con, it's gonna be like how ten was. It's like ten two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not not eleven is like a continuation of ten. It's like ten two, and then the other one was thirteen two. Yeah, yeah, and then that's only two that I know that have like that kind of format.
0: And why they did that, I don't know, but. Um, some of them were actually pretty good in my opinion, like like um Advent children, which is the movie uh sequel to seven.
1: Oh yeah that was that was actually great I I actually like I think it was like one of those where like like it was a like when you see like, When you see, I don't know if you remember that scene. That scene where like all his friends are like boosting Cloud up to like slash Bahamut, but like Mm. at the very end, eris um gives um gives him a hand. Yeah, it was like that. That was like pretty awesome. That was a pretty. To me, that was like my probably my favorite scene in the whole like movie.
0: It's moments like that. Oof, so good.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, that was that one was like a that was like a tear jerker.
0: Oh, I'm actually super excited uh with the remake coming out too. I, I like how they implemented a new fighting system. It's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially since I'm more of a fan of like the action-y kind of deal. Um
1: Yeah, they've definitely I don't think Final Fantasy is gonna I don't I don't think they have plans on going back to a turn based system. hmm but I mean, if all the if if there are an older Final Fantasy fans, if I just it back to the older like yeah, like the older systems, give Dragon Quest a try because I don't think I think the people who like Dragon Quest they like Dragon Quest because it has all these like they 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 don't really change like too much like they're always be turn based I th- mm. think because I I think they have like other games that aren't part of mainline Dragon Quest that are, like, more action-y.
0: Yeah. I think that's the charm of those kind of turn-based games, though. Because you get so many options, you know? Like, you get yeah. a class with uh, certain skills, you unlock more skills, and they all have their own animations, and they're all... and their own, you know, uh, effects. It's, it's something that really only a turn-based game can achieve, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I never realized or thought about it before, but... If an action game were to be the equivalent of how much options are covered in turn-based games, like, there would be, (laughs) like, it would probably take a long time to create, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they'd have, like, a bunch of moves.
0: Like, the crazy combo that you pulled off with Eric. Uh, Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) stuff like that translated into, like, an action fighting uh, mechanic would be pretty complicated, or maybe even impossible.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of like planning involved. Um, should I explain that? Should I go into that story of that Eric combo? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can remember. I think it was like a, I was fighting a boss, and I think. Uh, okay, this is gonna be quite a lengthy story, but before I hit the boss, and I don't know why Dragon Quest does this, but like they have like right before you enter the boss like two signs a boss like fight is imminent is if they give you like a little statue and in Dragon Quest, the statue is like a save point mm, okay. and uh, the statue will recover your health and MP. And then like, okay, that's like that. There's going to be a boss fight coming up. I better like prepare myself. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or the second one is if you have, if you open a treasure chest and it has four, these things called Sages Elixirs, which recovers 90 MP, which is like, which is so weird. I was like, at first I didn't like put piece that together. And I was like, why the hell do they give me that? I was like, all right, whatever, keep going. Then I ended up fighting a boss. And I was like, I was like, God damn it. And then the boss kicked my ass. Of course (laughs) I was fighting with no MP because the whole, like the whole, like time, a lot of the enemies, they were like sapping my MP and I was just like, why the fuck are these guys like they're like targeting my mp for some reason i was like all right whatever but yeah um so long story short got my ass kicked it was a struggle (laughs) and then i was just like i was just, just like thinking i was like how the hell am i gonna like pull this off like how am i gonna like like okay i just like started to think i started to theorize like what's the best way for me to deal damage and so i think um uh okay, it might be a little complex for people who don't know Dragon Quest 11, but I'll try to make it as clear as I can, but mm-hmm. there's one character in the group his name's Eric. He's like the thief of the party. And um <clears throat> he's like he's like a a dual blade like user. So he uses like two knives and I think what I did was like I I got I got him to like be really buff Like I had like a couple characters use like some buff spells on him, buff his attack power. And then, and then after that, I got him to use this spell called divide, which causes him to like make clones of himself. So he has three clones basically just doing triple his damage. And, um, how he works is, uh, from status effects. So for example, what we, what I ended up doing was I poisoned the boss. Like I poisoned the boss. I was like, all right i'm i'm just gonna do like i'm just gonna try to do as much damage as i can because he has another spell that um that that causes a boss to take or not a boss but any enemy to take six times the amount of damage that they normally take mm. if they were poisoned and that along with tripling that damage like basically just one at that bitch and i was like <laughs> i didn't even think about like i was like okay i just wanted to do as much damage as possible i didn't think that like it would actually like kill that bitch <laughs> but yeah that kind of stuff is like crazy i don't know if like that would be like that's like it took actually an insane amount of like preparation time like it yeah. required me to have the perfect setup and like and you know bosses are not easy to poison so like that like was a little bit of luck on my part too.
0: Huge accomplishments and those kind of things. I feel yeah. like only you can only achieve that in like turn based kind of games too. That sounds really cool though.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those moments where I was like, damn, I wish there was like someone watching me. Right yeah.
0: <laughs> Should've been recording. <laughs> but of man. course
1: I like after I did it, I was like, I, I was like, I rushed to Lee. I was like, I have to tell him <laughs> like what I just did.
0: Oh my God.
1: I think it was like at two AM too. I was like
0: yeah when you messaged me too <laughs> Jeez,
1: yeah that was yeah that was insane but yeah just like thinking about all the options that you can do how much damage you can do because like i remember you told me when you were watching people play dragon quest 11 they didn't use eric at all mm-hmm. or like they didn't use him to the same like a main damage dealer like i did like he was like I basically centered my entire like party formation around like him doing that combo.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was a playthrough I watched where it, the main character just four cut everything. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh, okay. There's I think like I know this what
0: ability that, does, that hits like four times or something.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Dang, that sounds. I I miss uh, watching you play all this stuff. It's always fun to see those kind of things happen.
1: Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely an accomplishment. Something I would never, like, dream. I don't even remember the strategies I did when I was a kid. I just remember I was extremely defensive. <laughs> I, even, in, even now, I'm still defensive. Like, I always make sure there's, like, a healer on the party. Always.
0: Do you have any other pet peeves for RPGs?
1: Um aside from what I just mentioned about like the little sage elixirs thing, that's like, I didn't even think about like that. That's like a sign, but like you think that's like, okay, well I'm going to, I'm going to, um, like, I'm expecting to see something that recovers my health before. Or, like, I don't know what you're talking Like in Like, in, like, older, like, RPGs, like, I don't know if you have played Dot .hack at all. But, like, when you'd run into this huge, like, open, big open space, mm-hmm. that's, like, a sign that you're going to yeah. run into a boss fight. Oh, yeah. But in terms of pet peeves, let me think. I think, like, when I was younger, I really hated status effects because i did not know like what to do against
0: some of them <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> like i didn't know like what like item corresponds to what yeah like i didn't know like i was a dumb kid so i didn't know asuna was a thing
0: <laughs> yeah actually that's one of my biggest ones too am i don't know if that's like the perfectionist side of me but i just can't go through another fight be like with an ailment you know like, oh yeah yeah if i, I have do, to heal yeah, yeah i'm the same if I didn't have an item for it, uh, yeah, I would try to get Asuna or something.
1: Oh man, um, yeah. Let's say, let me think about it for a second. But what about you? Is there any uh, pet peeves you have? Not just in any, like maybe in like any game. It doesn't have to be like Final Fantasy or any RPG.
0: You think? It might take me a minute.
1: I know it's like it's like t- like it's like you have to like go through it at the time and then
0: yeah, definitely. If if it's a multiplayer game <laughs> like <laughs> okay, yeah, Monster can... Hunter. <laughs> okay. If we're like if we're playing with a group and we're trying to take down a really tough boss, if we're playing with randos, like it that's a pet peeve of mine. If they're really bad, then you uh, have to kind of like because you'll die so much if you keep getting the same rando who isn't that good. Uh-huh. So I hate having to change my class in order to work well with their playstyle. Like, I have to be the healer.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I get <laughs> you, know, you.
0: Versus me, like, trying to de- deal damage in my own way. Call of Duty right. can be kind of similar if we were oh, like yeah. teammates that just, like, rushing in and you have to, like, back them up. <laughs> I mean, like, you have to cover their back at all times. Actually, I may Are be a little guilty feel- of that.
1: Yeah, as I was gonna say, I think in MOBA, it's like I think the healer is like usually stuck supporting whatever. Like if you dive in, the sub- healer has to keep you safe. Yeah, like has to try to at least because if you, they don't, then the the Randall gets pissed off. Like, oh my god, he's yeah. Me okay, up.
0: that's a big one. Like when the Randall gets mad, and it's so stupid because most of the time they don't understand that you're doing a lot for them for their sake already. You know and it's even worse and i think this is a pet peeve on its own is when they don't protect you when you're healing <laughs> oh my like god the I know it's like, protected. It's like hello like
1: i can't like i can't heal like without like i can't heal properly when i'm getting like mauled
0: yeah like if i am playing a game of overwatch and i am the healer and they're like, where's my heals? But let's say they're Genji and they're all the way out there. You know, it's like, I can't heal you if you're in the danger zone, stupid. <laughs> like, I need yeah. to heal the team. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I remember um, one of our friends, uh, our one of our friends, uh, Ray, was like, he plays, he plays like Mercy. Yeah. And I think like, he, I think like someone got mad. Like, where's my resurrection? Like, where is it? I
0: was like, God damn, dude. It's kind of moments like those, though. It's like, are they? If they're, you just kind of wonder if they're actually trolling you. And then if they are, it now it makes me think twice. It's like, should I really? Should I really can like mess around in this game and be a little toxic? Because it you, it sometimes it's fun when it's with friends, but uh-huh. then it makes me wonder: is it actually good for the community that we play in? You know, if you put yeah. it out there, I mean, I think it's really. Uh, i guess that's preference too because when it comes to gamers like anything goes and everyone's a kid you know <laughs> no one gives a shit
1: yeah I, I was gonna say like a lot of people when they don't get their way they get like pretty pissed off dude like they that's why i, I like i kind of try to go single player games like m- as much as i like more so these days but yeah like, when i do play multiplayer it's like it's like a lot of like flaming especially in moba it's like like yeah dude everyone's like everyone has to work together otherwise like if you all flame and like yeah. let someone do their own thing they're just gonna get caught out and yeah and yeah that's yeah that that sucks
0: if there was one piece of advice i can give for any gamer who wants to like be happy at all times it's just knowing that you have control over what you play and what you do so like mm-hmm. knowing that we don't have control over other people obviously like we can't control what other people are gonna say and do Um, if you can understand that then you can understand as well that you don't have to be in that party or you don't have to be in that game and you can always like change the game or change the play style like playing single-player or playing with your friends rather you know to to keep yourself in that happy environment and keep playing that game happy Like, I feel like that's something that not a lot of people think about. Yeah. It's like, I I feel like some people hit this point when they play any game and they get so frustrated. And I feel like it's mostly multiplayer or sometimes even single player. But when you ask yourself, why am I so mad playing this game when I'm supposed to be happy? And you just think about why it's making you frustrated (laughs) in the first place. You know, what are you practicing in the game? Like, are you doing something? because it makes you happy or are you trying to accomplish something um and there's no right or wrong answer it's just a matter of really finding out what makes you happy you know
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's that's very true there's a lot of a lot of like gamers i feel like they're like stuck in, in like like they have to play that game or something yeah it's like Like, honestly, playing with friends is, like, a huge, like, solution towards, like, like, cutting out, like, toxic teammates or anything like that, like, you know.
0: And even sometimes playing with friends can get a little wonky because not everyone's on the same page. And that's okay, too, because everyone, you know, everyone's different. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's always, uh, there's always something you can do about it. (laughs) Give yourself a break, you know, or, or play with them just a little bit or... I don't know. Even find new friends to play with. It's really up to you.
1: Yeah, because the the thing is, like you know, internet's huge. I'm sure like people are like have found like friends online that they connect with, and they like can play games with. They all have similar interests.
0: I feel like the best way to counter that kind of negativity is just to make sure you're having fun yourself because when you can do that then you can kind of tolerate you have a higher tolerance for people in my opinion <laughs> yeah. uh, it's but you know it's different from person to person
1: yeah that yeah that's true yeah some people handle it differently
0: but uh yeah i feel like we've covered a lot we've put a lot of, covered a lot of ground here today
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: definitely and uh, let's see how can we wrap this up Well, what's uh let's see we've covered pet peeves fighting systems uh even a couple games why we like them
1: yeah our franchise our favorite franchise pretty much
0: favorite franchise i I mean like
1: honestly we probably could go on about final fantasy for like hours and hours
0: yeah maybe for another topic another time
1: yeah maybe we could like Have someone uh, join us and tell us how they like Final Fantasy too. Maybe another Final Fantasy fan.
0: Okay. How should we? How should we end this? And how long do we want our podcasts to be typically? (laughs) You know, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I enjoy talking. Uh, Yeah, me too. I just don't want to Me too. It could
1: could be for a while, so I don't really mind how. It's just like how long you. Like if you're okay with it, then I'm fine with like making it like long because I don't mind that either. Because usually first episodes are long too.
0: Yeah, maybe hour increments or maybe even yeah. thirty. Yeah. For this yeah, one, ours is. To, uh... Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no. I was just say well, um yeah, and then I I would assume like the next time we'll have we we'll have one. We'll have like people who are um, I mean we'll have like. We'll have, like, a, a system of how we're going to do it, like, how long we keep it while we keep an eye on the clock and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the other reason why I mentioned that is because your audio is starting to sound like T-Pain.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Because, um, what do you call it? You know on uh, Discord how it, like, has your signal bar? Mine, like, shrank to, like, one bar. Oh, that's why... <laughs> Uh, okay. yeah, it had like a little like lag spike right there. So okay. yes, I
0: apologize. <laughs> it's all good. It's still here. Like when I send this to you, here. But it. yeah, but yeah. Okay, so for this one, we can we can cut it like at the hour, and for that uh-huh. we can keep talking if you want to, like for more practice. I mean, this is fun. So yeah,
1: we could. Yeah, it's good. It's uh yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, I like to talk too. Cool. especially if it's just like casual. It seems like. that's what we're trying to go for just a casual like not really anything too serious
0: yeah so what's what's a, a a message that we can leave for our audience
1: well i think the message you had was pretty good about like having control over like you know what you're doing um being able to know when to like okay well i need to take a break just you know just having control
0: oh maybe that's even a topic we can talk about in the next one
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's a good one actually
0: okay so if you guys liked what we had to talk about today stay tuned and uh if there's something that like you'd like to hear us talk about actually uh shoot us a message um maybe i'll leave an i <clears throat> uh, sorry maybe i'll leave an email somewhere
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i'll
1: see you guys on the next uh next podcast
0: take care guys and uh wash your hands, be safe, even though, you know, you may be gaming all day, like me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely be vigilant.
0: Yeah. And uh, thanks for stopping by, bonding over gaming.
1: Thanks for tuning in.